Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. All smiles here on Sabres Live, apparently, Marty, as we get going for another brand new day. It's a game day. Buffalo in the Montreal tonight. And, of course, prospects abound in the Sabres system, and two of them are off to the gold medal game as Sweden uh, was able to upend Yuri Kulik and Czechia today. 5-2 in the semis. Uh, Kulik will play for bronze. But uh, Sweden... That was a thing of beauty from Noah Ostland. He had a two-point game. Uh, Wahlberg had an assist in the game. Lekaramaki was fantastic, obviously, once again for Sweden, who yeah. uh, maybe defied some of the early odds in this game. They weren't looking particularly sharp in the uh, early stages, but uh, good for them to be advancing to the gold medal game in front of their home fans. Send in Pelelka, another goal in this game. Ooh. He had the overtime game winner against the Swiss the other day, which was a... Uh, you know, a little bit of a sweaty uh, moment for the uh, for the Swedes, but hey, uh, no, no, Oslin, great move. Paul Hamilton would never be able to pull that move, so uh, we wanted to show you Paul and then show you no Oslin. So that's kind of like how we did it at the start of the show. But no, it's uh, I, I love the instinct on that goal, and I know we're going to talk Sabers at Montreal tonight, but because it just happened this morning, yes. and. Oslin just sees that there's a turnover in the defensive zone and he takes off. Like he's not going to wait. He's not going to just, you know, they're up three, two, they have a goal lead, but you know what would make it better if you were up four two, let's go, let's get on your horse and go up the ice. He gets that pass and scores. So yeah, I absolutely love that instinct, hockey instinct from Noah Oslin. Well, there was no question. He was going to go high on the Czech netminder based on how the previous attempts in the game had gone. And uh, obviously that was a nice finishing move by Noah, who's had a really, really good tournament, as you would expect. So beyond that, uh, Osland is, uh, you know, uh, some time away, obviously, from joining the Sabres. The current group must find a way to beat Montreal, which has proven to be a significant challenge over the last couple of seasons, including 0 for 2 this year, one loss being in a shootout. That loss featured Devin Levi versus Caden Primo in a terrific Saturday night goaltending matchup. Yep. Tonight, it's going to be Devin Levi in his homecoming to Montreal, and he'll be countered by often saber killer Jake Allen over the course of his career. 
Trap game tonight, the first trap game for the Montreal Canadiens, who are back home after seven on the road. Mm. Uh, they took off before they do their holiday Christmas uh, trip, right? Like yeah. every year. They go down to Florida usually before Christmas. This time they went between uh, Christmas and New Year's to uh, Florida and Tampa, but they did Winnipeg, Minnesota, Chicago, Carolina, Florida, Tampa, and Dallas. Um, and listen, they beat the Dallas Stars. They started good and they had three in a row they lost. But I, I say trap game because that's such a um, silly know, hockey cliche. I saw a silly hockey cliche. Now, there's times where you come back from the road and teams have looked like crap. I get mm-hmm. it, but I don't anticipate uh, Montreal to come home and looking like a team that doesn't know how to play. They just beat the Dallas Stars. Um, they are. What they seem to be really running well. Their top line since they put Slavkowski with uh, Caulfield and Suzuki. Now, they, look, they, they haven't overwhelmed the other team with their scoring, but they are consistently putting pressure, getting chances. Now, Caulfield's got goals in three straight. So, yeah, I think they're Montreal averaging is the, over a point a game collectively between yeah. the three of them. So, yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I, it's at minimum, good. that's what you hope to get. From your top line and I think amidst it all as we saw firsthand when they were here in Buffalo Slavkowski got the game decider in the shootout he yeah. had begin, been given repeated shootout attempts before the whole point here is Slavkowski is finally I don't know depends on your perspective on all this because there were many who felt like he maybe shouldn't have you know jumped into the NHL right when he did but I like where he's at right now. And that's really all you can focus on. And if Buffalo's not paying attention to him tonight, I mean, think of the number of chances he had in the previous two games against the Sabres this year. Like once yeah. he gets his rhythm, it, whether he lives up to the, the the draft status through the course of his career, only time will tell. But uh, I like where he's at in this moment. And the biggest thing right now is when you think of Uri Slavkowski, you think a big guy. A guy that has size that should be a power forward and dominate physically. And it it took him a good year and a half, I think, to really get to understand how he can use his size to his advantage. And he has been really good pursuing D on the forecheck, using his reach, rubbing him off the puck. So I'm looking at, you know, Darlene and Power and, you know, anybody that's going to be playing on D for the Sabres and say, when Slavkowski's on the ice, can't sleep on him. You cannot sleep on him. He has created a ton of turnovers over the last few games here. uh, And Suzuki and Caulfield are ready to pounce on it. And if it's not them, it's their defense because their defense have been really active and getting goals and getting production. Yeah, the problem with Montreal, of course, uh, and it really started before the season began and has been continuous throughout is the loss of... um, Pretty significant players, certainly to their middle depth among the forward ranks. I mean, Newhook started the year so promisingly for this group and uh, then had his season wiped out. The the latest today to go down for the entirety of the season now is Dvorak. So when you when you throw it all together and you have five players who could easily be regulars, if not significant contributors, that's a, it's a huge hole. So they're still trying to fill all that. Um, five and six, possibly because they have no Tanner Pearson, no Kirby Doc, no Alex Newark, New Christian Dvorak. You just talked about Raphael RV Pinard, who, yeah. for those that don't know him, like he's produced and played yes. really well. And yeah. now Josh Anderson was banged Correct. up, so there's six yeah. of them. Like you're losing two lines. Yes. Like think of the Sabres, Duffer, and we talked about it all season long. And now, oh, they don't have Jack Quinn. Well, that's why I never guy. wanted to make too big a deal out of it, right? Like, yeah. It, 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 
It, other teams, have found, be, other teams have found their rhythm. And look, I go back to 05-06. You lose Briere, you lose Dumont, you lose those guys. Hey, you know the old cliche? There's another cliche. Well, next man up mentality. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think Buffalo has had that, that, that ability to do next man up mentality this year. Montreal has figured out a way to yeah. do next man up mentality. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think you'd be hard pressed to, uh, you know, if you were playing a game here, randomly pick a team that is 100% healthy. Like, it's no. just not, you know, so everybody's missing somebody. And Darren Dreger from TSN will join us at the bottom. Like, uh, Minnesota, like, just as an example here. Minnesota is missing, like, think about this for a second. If this could be easily your starting lineup, if not one of your best lineups, you could possibly ice. Yes. Kaprizov, Zuccarello, Felino among forwards, Spurgeon and Brodine on the blue line, and Gustafson in goal. And that's not all of it. That's just the six that you the could main, put out there yeah. in your starting lineup every night. Yeah. And they're all gone now. And it's like, holy cow. And all of a sudden, the novelty of the new coach and the strong defensive play and everything else and trying to get back in the playoff picture, like, you're just trying to survive now. And good luck to Marc-Andre Fleury being the last line of defense in that, you know? He he put in a tough position. Not that Flower was going to be the answer to their issue in Minnesota. It was Phil Gustafson needed to play better, which he did when they made the coaching (laughs) change. But, yeah, you're being put in a tough situation now. But, look, again, like, sometimes you'll lose – quantity not quality which mm-hmm. can affect your team because all of a sudden it's like you're missing you know a lot of bodies and that's a, yeah. a problem sometimes you miss quality not quantity and the winnipeg jets you know there's they're without their best goal scorer in kyle connor nice. and and they keep playing well they again what's the key to the winnipeg jets they're consistent scoring but more defensive oriented they're 20... ninth in expected goals against they're a top yeah. 10 defensive team and they have a goaltender that now has slipped himself to number one in goals save above expectations wow. right like it's Connor Hellebuck and Tasha Demko Hellebuck's number one but that's why Winnipeg is winning is because mm-hmm. they are defending yeah. and Hellebuck is there so I, I go back to our discussion was it yesterday the day before whatever like if the Sabres weren't 27th or 28th in expected goals against at five on five, where would they be if they were defending? Like Montreal is a team that to me is interesting because like at the start of the season, I definitely did not have Montreal ahead of Buffalo. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, but Montreal has found a way to use their three goalies somehow, some way um, to their advantage. Why? Because they're defending and they're helping them. Now, doesn't mean that Primo's performance against Buffalo is not a one-off and you need that. And Montambo and, you know, has had great performances and Allen has had great performances, but overall Montreal has been able to defend better than other teams. What's their expected goals against? I'm going to have to pull it up right now. Okay. Well, um, well you do that. I mean, obviously... it will take two seconds, yeah. but yes, I mean, it's the, the key for me is when teams can adjust with injuries, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can adjust with injuries and defend, you're going to be a better team. Like yeah. Montreal is 23rd. So you don't have to be top 10, top 15, but if you're not bottom five, you can mm-hmm. kind of survive a little bit. The difference between Montreal and let's see uh, the Flyers who are 11th, okay, mm-hmm. is an expected of seven goals. Seven goals over 35 games is not a lot. 
right? That's the right. difference between them and, and the Flyers right now, let's see. Right, and that's also worth them. So what's the difference between Buffalo and Montreal, most importantly? Most importantly, it is an extra six goals right now, five and a half, really. Yeah, so it's it's hard to quantify just exactly how that would translate in the standings, but the one thing that, that we've seen this year is uh, neither club has been particularly adept uh, on special teams, uh, Buffalo is uh, minus three when it comes to five on five scoring and Montreal is only minus one. And I know that we talked about that in one of the earlier meetings this year. And so. Here's another I, thing. You it, know well, what the PDO the, the, is? The thing is like Buffalo, like this is about as even a matchup as you can get. And you can't really, you know, there's no excuses here. Like just go play the game and um, and at some point they have to figure out a way to beat Montreal. And if they've lost five of the last six head to head, so no, yeah, and and Montreal like they are, they're inserting defensemen after defensemen after defensemen. You're like, who are these guys, right? Like mm-hmm. Jaden Struble is in there, and then you have Lindstrom in there, and then mm-hmm. you know it's Baron Harris Kovacevic, and you're like, okay, that's not like the Montreal Canadiens teams of the past were. Andre Markov and Sheldon Surrey and Shea Weber. And it was like, they always had that stud defenseman. P.K. Subban. They always had. And and Montreal this year has been able to do it with pieces coming in and out of the lineup. They Harbor Jackai last year was the the rage, right? Like Harbor Jackai, like look at how tough he is or whatever. He got hurt. Mm -hmm. He came back. He's he's been in Laval. Mm -hmm. He's been playing in Laval. Why? Because... All these other guys have played so much better that mm-hmm. they're like, okay, well, you know, in this game tonight, Montreal is going to dress 11 forwards and 7D. Why? Because that's their best option to go into the game. Yeah, I suspect Jack, I will find himself uh, getting a call up at some point, but the group is yeah. just too good right now because of their contributions. Um, and, and as we said, and we'll talk more about this tonight on our pregame show at 630, just the fact that, you know, it's actually pretty elite what we're seeing from Montreal right now as far as defense goal scoring is concerned. Um, but it all it does for me is it takes me back to last year when they were, again, crushed by injuries. And many of these under-23 defensemen were yeah. getting their first looks. And I came away from those head-to-head Buffalo-Montreal games thoroughly impressed. I mean, Gooley at full health, at his best, looks like he will be such a dominating presence. From the blue, I, I just I I again, but not unlike what you see with Darlene and Power and Samuelson. Yeah. Sure, you still ride the wave of inconsistency to a certain extent, but I think Gouley's, uh, you know, just has this I incredible didn't even upside. Him. Yeah, I mean, but that, but is, that, that was oh. they blew me away last year with how many young defensemen stepped in and looked like they could handle the workload. So I'm actually not surprised that we're sitting here talking about this a year later because it seemed, but. It only Maybe came we about... watched too much Sabres hockey because I was watching Dallas Montreal the other day and yeah. Gooley had a, um, I believe he scored a goal. It was like a, a rebound that he came in and can mm-hmm. and, and beat Wedgwood Wood. but he had made like three mistakes, like in the five minutes sure. before that, like three bad turnovers, yeah. but he scored. So then you watch the highlights the next day and you're like, Oh, what a play by Gooley. He scored a goal. You don't see the other mistakes. And, but that's what, that's the inconsistencies of young players. But mm-hmm. again, like I would, I would think that Gooley is still young enough to play with that K 
carefree kind of like, okay, I, I can make mistakes mm -hmm. as long as I do my thing. It's going to adjust a little bit. You're going to have to be responsible in all aspects of the game, but that's not his role right now. And he, he's definitely, he flies on the ice and I really like him. There's that's for sure. Three points between them in the standings. Montreal is ahead of Buffalo right now as they go into game 38. The Sabres are having game 39 and Devin Levi enters at seven, six and two, but this game is unlike any other in his NHL career as he returns to Montreal. Your thoughts on and expectations for him tonight? Uh, I mean, uh, think of the game he played in Boston, went mm -hmm. back to Boston where he played college hockey, where he yep. was at the bean pot and he had a great game beating the Boston Bruins. Um, you know, I think there's a, there's a thing to be said about being emotionally charged up and really uh, enjoying that experience of playing mm -hmm. in your hometown. Like Montreal is not my hometown, but when I first played in Montreal at the start of my career, man, was it fun. My family in the crowd, my mm -hmm. friends watching on TV, like it was incredible. So I would think Levi is going to use that, but I always am careful because I want my goalies to be consistent emotionally and not get too fired up because when you get too fired up, you end up doing things that maybe, you know, you regret, like you chase the game, you overslide, you overplay things. And so um, use it to be prepared, to enjoy the experience, to be at your best, but don't overdo it. And that's been the thing with Levi. There's games this year where he's been so dialed in and under control. And there's games this year where he's been really over chasing the game and overactive in that. So Find the happy middle. That's the biggest thing. But the experience itself, the emotional experience of playing in Montreal, if you're somebody from Dollar des Ormeaux, which is right outside of, you know, the, the city, good guys, as the, uh, the, he... the small <laughs> island, <laughs> the, the bizarre island. Because <laughs> there's, a, there's a place right next to it. It's called Il Bizarre. That's where Jim Corsi, go, longtime goalie coach, the Sabres yeah. used to live. And it was Bizarre Island. But yeah. anyway, yeah, the good guys, the uh, the English uh, speaking portion of Montreal, all live in Bizarre Island or Gallard des Ormeaux. And and technically now, it's not a homecoming for Levi because all of his family has moved to Florida. He shared yes. that with us the other night. So, uh, but regardless, um, the the roots are strong, and it is the place where he grew up, watching Carey Price and watching hockey, and just you know. He he seems like the kid that never missed a single thing about the NHL as a kid. Yeah. Like, would have watched every single highlight, would have just, you know, on a scale of 1 to 10, would have been a 15 every night walking into the Bell Center with the energy, you know, oh, yeah. of, of, a, of just like a hockey-obsessed kid. And um, And I do love that energy about him, you know. And I think the best example as far as trying to set a personal tone for the experience is the one that you referenced already. The Boston game has to be the closest other than of course, his NHL debut when he yes. finds himself out there against the Rangers, which was just, it's still mind blowing for him that whole moment, but he, he has a great uh, recall of all this kind of stuff. So I think the more he just stacks those experiences, um, you know, the, the, the better it will be for him. And I mean, if you're being honest at this point, based on how our summer discussions went and the three goalies and the expectations and should they start the year with Levi? Like when you look at the, the real numbers for him right now, seven, six, and two, three thirty six, eight eighty eight, And those are the old school numbers, if you will. Yes. Like what, what do you, what do you think of at this point as we near the halfway point in Levi's first full year? 
Um, I think that, look, I was kind of expecting 905, 906, yeah. like league average to just above average. Like mm -hmm. I didn't think he was going to come in with a 915, 920 save percentage this year. But I think the work that both Lukanen and Levi have put in mm -hmm. would be at about a 905 save percentage kind of range if the team played a little bit better defense in front of them and if the right. penalty kill was better. I Have they had their bad moments? Absolutely. They've yeah. had their young goaltender inexperienced moment where there's games where you're like, ooh, that wasn't pretty tonight, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's going to happen. You gotta consist. You get you gotta try to be more consistent in 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 fading those away and mm -hmm. putting more average games to good games in there. But I think they'd be at 900, 903, 904 if they just had a little bit more help in front of them. And I we talked about it so much the other day. That's the biggest thing for me is mm -hmm. that they go into the season thinking. We were good with Levi and Lukanen and Comrie and the three goalies, and we'll figure it out. But we're good with them. Why? Because we're going to be a better defensive team. Yeah. We're going to lock things down. We're going to be better defensively. And they have not shown that as a team, which in return kind of puts Lukanen and Levi in a tough spot, right? Mm -hmm. To say, hey, you're young. You're not going to have a lot of experience, especially Levi's side. And you have to be a savior to be able to win games for us. Like, that's not really there are not the expectation for the team this year to put on the goalies. Yeah. We are expecting some game time decisions um, this afternoon into this evening, as far as the group, which held an optional skate today after a couple of full days of practice. Mm -hmm. um, Levi, you know, obviously getting this opportunity, the defense was jumbled a bit yesterday in practice, probably not something to overthink. We've certainly seen most combinations and pairings tried this year so you know let it be whether it's 11 and 7 12 and 6 so much of this stuff just has to go out the window right at this yes. point and um, yeah yeah so much has to be out the window because now we know that there's no set patterns right like optional skates sometimes they're all there sometimes nobody's there sometimes you don granado said i didn't like dallin and samuelson's game together in ottawa i wanted mm -hmm. to see if anything could maybe work well different pairings yeah it could start the game with the regular pairings they could start the game with different pairings um i i i don't really read anything into it right now at this moment 30 and 14 can they do it they can <laughs> i mean that's an answer that like anybody can do anything thank they you for the go, quick answer i appreciate they could that. go 40 and four they they can they can go 40 and four um is it likely they go 40 and four no is it likely they go 30 and 14? Um, better start soon. You better right. put a, a, you know, again, only yeah. once this year have they won consecutive games. Like, yeah. that's the number one thing. You want to win 30 of the next 44, you better put a string together at some point. Yeah. It's funny how you went to the 40 and 4 reference, and then all of a sudden 30 and 14 sounded a lot easier and better. Yeah, well, yes, that's the that's the, the right way to do it. So uh, you got to believe. You got to oh believe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there anything else lineup-wise? I think, it like, for me, beyond the big story of Levi, I would say that if I – this might be a dangerous path to go down. Um, well, like Shana Goldman's concernometer, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm mildly concerned for J.J. Paterka. Uh, that's right where now. I was going to go. I, I just don't want him to lose everything that he gained 
in the first quarter to first third of the season, you know, the pace that he was on, which was pretty much a 35 goal pace all year. Now it's dipped yes. just below 30. That's fine. It's still a nice improvement, right? I just don't, you don't want to see his game. And maybe, maybe that's the the beauty of who he's with right now is that even with a, a goal drought, he's, he's less likely to fall into something worse because of who he's with, which is incredible chemistry, known line mates. They have a consistency about them, regardless of whether the pucks are actually going in. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with it. And he's getting chances, right? And yeah. that's the biggest thing. Like yeah, big breakaway again last big game. Big breakaway, right? so. good shot from the slot. And against like it's like he's getting chances. Now, in the last nine games, obviously zero goals, four mm-hmm. assists. So you want that number to be a lot different. Still got 23 shots, you know, yep. still averages over 17 minutes a game. You're thinking, okay, the 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 good things are in place. Yes. And the chances are in place. And the high danger and the slot shots are in place. Mm-hmm. That to me is is okay. Um, would I like to see him get a couple of goals? Like instead of going nine games without a goal, like the 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 best players in the league are able to go, maybe they get two and nine, right? Maybe they don't mm-hmm. score four and nine or five and nine, but they, maybe they got one in there. They, they one of those chances has to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to see JJ break through uh, to at least get one goal. And, and I mean, he's due. He's li- literally due because he's getting chances and it's not going in. Yeah. And Dylan would say the same thing, obviously. Right. I mean, yeah, he's but- really, Dylan's really had just two kind of half dozen game stretches this year where the points have happened consistently. But other than that, it's, it's, it's been a void and there's no question that he took on that topic not too long ago. Right. So I think he's still very much trying to find the cousins that scored over 30 last year. Yeah. But Dylan in the last eight games, he's got seven points. So you're thinking, Hey, almost a point a game in the last eight. Right. And it's that it's, it's good. That line seems to be working better. They seems to be getting chances and Dylan had a really rough start to the season. This is a lot better than where it was at the start of the year. So at mm-hmm. least he can say, Hey, I started at a one out of 10 and now maybe I'm at a six out of 10. Can mm-hmm. I make the gap to get to an eight, nine, 10, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. going the right direction. So that's yeah. the difference. Paterka started at an eight out of 10, eight or nine out of 10, and now has dropped to a, Production wise, maybe a two or three. Mm-hmm. Game wise, for me, it's still probably a, a six. Mm-hmm. So it's just finding the way to get back up to a higher level. Well, we want you to do that uh, as part of Mental Health Awareness Night that happens on January the 17th here in Buffalo. And it's conversation for us all. It's a pregame panel discussion that'll be happening over at Lecom Harbor Center with founder of Same Here, Eric Hewson, followed by the Sabres and Hawks game. And you can visit sabres.com slash same here to get your tickets and learn more. Darren Drager from TSN, after this on Sabres Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.